Welcome back to The Author Biz. I'm Stephen Campbell, and this is the show where we deliver the information you need to become the CEO of your author business. Today's show is about the wide range of cover options that are available to authors today. Everything from DIY covers to using Fiverr to creating covers to custom covers to uh, photo manipulation to uh, illustrative covers all the way up to hiring models and and doing professional shoots as a way of – building stock photos essentially for for your covers. It, and that's something that can work if you have a long enough series. You can spread the cost of that over the length of the series. Our guest today is Andrew Dobell. I've had the pleasure of working with Andrew over the past several months, and I've seen some of the amazing covers that he's done uh, for authors, in, including a recent situation that he did for Craig Martell and Michael Anderley. They, they had... They had done some covers for uh, Craig's Nomad series, the Terry Henry Walton Chronicles, and they weren't happy with them. So they decided to redo them with, with models, and Andrew shot it, did some really cool video about how the process worked, and I'll link to some of that in the show notes. Uh, that was sort of the, the genesis for the idea of, of this show. So we'll talk with Andrew about all of the different ways uh, of doing covers, and we'll talk in depth about the idea of the photo shoot and really, really ratcheting your covers up several levels. Um, We're recording this, we recorded the interview in video so that we could pop in covers as we're discussing them. So if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see those covers popping in and out as well as some photographs from the model shoots. If you're listening the way you normally listen through your phone or podcast app somewhere, then you'll see the covers and some of the images in the show notes. One of the things I did prior to recording the interview with Andrew, and this was just like literally 20 minutes before recording the interview, I went into the 20 Books to 50K group and just asked two questions. One, what's the most you've ever paid for a cover? And two, was it worth it? By the time Andrew and I spoke 20 minutes later, uh, there were probably 20 or 30 responses, and the most expensive cover was $550 at that time. The the least expensive was zero for uh, a a do-it-yourself author who actually shared some of her covers in there, and they were quite good. Uh, By the time we finished, the most expensive covers had gotten up to $1,500. And interestingly enough, the response to the second question, was it worth it, was almost universally yes. There were a couple people that said no, but with I don't know, 40 or 50 answers, the, uh, the overwhelming response was yes, it was worth it. I found that interesting. Before we get to the interview, I want to thank some people who uh, sent in show suggestions. We talked about this last week and a couple of weeks ago where I asked for show suggestions. Some of you just went well above and beyond. I've now got four full pages of really good show ideas. Uh, a couple of you even suggested guest uh, with your suggestions, which is wonderful. It saves me time trying to figure out who best to use. So now it's just a question of scheduling and, and getting it all arranged. Those will start Uh, Later this summer, well, in the summer, not later this summer, around the start of the summer in late June. So I guess guess that's it for for the uh, pre-show. We we got the interview started with me asking Andrew how things have changed in the brief period of time that he has been an indie author cover designer. I suppose the the 
the biggest thing that I've seen is that because I've only been doing covers for you know maybe a past year or so in terms of kind of book covers for indie authors um but i mean obviously i've been aware of self-publishing and indie authors for for a while um and i think probably the biggest thing that i've seen in terms of how it's changed is that um these days authors seem to be taking covers a lot more seriously um and trying to put out something which is of a much more professional quality um whereas i mean you go back um to before kind of you know it became such a a a good thing to do you know and people were kind of printing their own books and having stacks of them in their garage and just Mm -hmm. selling them uh, that kind of way of doing things you know the covers back then probably weren't as professional and um you know stood out from you know traditionally published books so i mean it's, it's great to see so many authors really you know taking covers much more seriously um and and realizing the value of um a really professional cover um and you know there are some stunning covers out there made by some really amazing artists so you know yeah lots and lots of choice yeah you're not you're not kidding i I oftentimes will just go to a genre to try and learn about a genre and look at the top 20, the top 50, top 100, and oftentimes I can't tell the difference anymore. between. Well, actually, it, in some genres, I can tell the difference between indie and traditionally published in that the traditionally published covers aren't as good as some of the indie yes. covers. They're just they're, – they're doing it the way they've always done it, and the yes. indie covers – I mean you guys that are doing some of these covers, especially in genres like – Science fiction. I mean, it, it's an art form now, and it, it is some of the some of the covers just take your breath away. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's some really, really stunning work out there. I mean, uh, uh, the spaceship guy, Tom Edwards, is it? Uh-huh. Um, you know, the, the stuff that he puts out is. I mean, it's amazing. It's it's really, really high quality. Um, you know, stuff, and it 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 shows um you know and he's he's doing really really well off it so you know uh yeah absolutely i I completely agree it's it's there's some really really high quality stuff out there and yeah some of the traditional you know the traditional um publishing companies you know they're still some of them are still stuck in their own way of doing things um and they stand out. It's like, yeah, that's a traditionally published <laughs> cover. They, they, it still looks like that. And it, it's great also because I think indie authors can sometimes take more risks and, you know, do something, you know, which a traditionally a traditional publisher just wouldn't do. They wouldn't, you know, be able to kind of go that way because they need to keep it safe because they, ha- you know, they, they mm-hmm. need to make sure they hit their audience. Whereas, you know, indie guys can pivot and change and think, oh, I'm going to try this direction and, and do some really fun things. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, one, of the, one of the cool things that indie authors can do, and I mean, the first time I heard someone talking about this was Joanna Penn a, a few years ago on her podcast, The Creative Pen, and she was just talking about, I'm just going to change all my covers because I think it's a good idea. Someone told me it would be a good yeah. idea. So, I, And then she just did it, and it was like, instantaneous and she had the new covers and she had instant sales data to know whether or not it was working and in her case it was working i mean people are doing that all the time now and you never see that happen at the uh, traditional level it's just the cover is the cover if it sells great if it doesn't too bad mr author (laughs) your contract's not going to be renewed we're moving on 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, the fact that, you know, sometimes these traditional covers may have a, you know, a, a, an error on them or something like that. And, you know, but and I've heard it said that, you know, an author has spotted an error on the cover and, and they, it, they just won't change it. And once it's done, it's done. <laughs> Whereas we can go back, open that Photoshop file, fix it, upload it again and it's fixed. Um, and yeah, and also the sales thing, you know, being able to kind of write those covers, th th that's how they've done. These are my new covers, upload, and then you have instant feedback. You know if they're working or if they're not. You know, you can see that sales data come mm -hmm. in straight away. And um, it's just one of the joys of um, indie publishing, I suppose, that we can do these amazing things. And I mean, you and I share a joint client, uh, Michael Anderley. And Michael's. Yes. Michael's series, the Cartharian Gambit series, I'm pretty sure he did the initial covers for those. And and then I, I think there was probably a watershed moment in his mind like, oh, my God, you know, I'm selling a lot of these books. Maybe I should spend some money and, and get better covers. And I, I know at some point he contacted you. And for the first, I think, seven books now, uh, the covers came from you. And I, it just – interesting the evolution and that's something that a lot of indie authors could go through it's we're going to talk about the different types of covers and i know in michael's case he didn't want to spend any money at all in the beginning he didn't want to spend money on yeah. editors or covers or anything until he knew that the books were going to sell so i mean that that really was the time when i i broke into covers so i mean i i to go a little bit of history mm -hmm. um you know, I, I've I've been doing this kind of artwork um, for a while, um, which is kind of the photo composite um, stuff, and I've been wanting to get into doing covers. Um, and so I started putting my own books out there, doing my own covers, and also just showing my work around. And Michael was one of the first people to come to me and say, "Hey, um, I, I like your work. Um, I've got these covers which I want to redo." Um, so he, I had a look at his covers, and um, yeah, I mean they, they were very obviously kind of you know home done, um, but he was doing really well off these books, and he wanted covers that kind of did his books justice. So. Um, we went down that process of, um, you know, creating these covers for him. So yeah, as he say, I did the first, I did the covers for the first seven books, which are more along the urban fantasy route. Mm -hmm. Um, after book seven, his books go into more of a sci-fi route and he wanted kind of spaceships and things like that. So, um, they moved, he, he, he used a different artist to do those, which, cause I don't really do spaceship stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm still doing, I have a lot to thank <laughs> Michael for, um, because I do all sorts of now his kind of spin-off series and, um, his omnibus books and all these kind of things. So, um, if you are watching Michael, Thank you. <laughs> yes, and uh, this is a great point. I'm going to pop in one of the um, – maybe I'll pop in several of the omnibus covers here because you sure, just yeah, did yeah. those recently, and they are, they are fantastic. Um, you know, you. originally all of the omnibus you – know, I don't know what the right word, plural, is for omnibus. As a joke, we're calling it omnibuy, B-U-Y. Omnibuy, yes. Yeah, <laughs> but um, we ha there was one cover. It was the original uh, Death Becomes Her cover – with yep. different text on it for all of the different Omni buy and 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 you just pop something into the Slack group and saying, Hey, I you know, I kinda had this idea and it's like, wow, that's fabulous. So all of a sudden we had five of them. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So, I mean, it was an idea I had a, a, a while back and I did the first one and I don't think, because we, we talk on, on the Slack group and, um, you know, messages go back and forth. I think he missed it. I don't think he really kind of registered on his radar at the time, but um, I posted it again recently and said, hey, look, you know, um, I did this omnibus cover because um, I had this idea of, okay, so his books are based around his main character of Bethany Ann. And I had this idea of having the character, the model that we used, kind of sat on a chair. And then there's a computer behind her, three screens. And each screen was the cover of one of the three books in that omnibus. Um, and so I put that together and he he liked it, but he wanted to check, you know, if other people liked it. So he put it on his Facebook group and he got some really really great feedback everyone really seemed to like it and so it was like okay let's do the rest and so we went through and i've done five i think now um so yeah it's, yeah, it's been it's, a lot of fun it is and that's a great piece of advice for people out there listening when you when you have these ideas for covers it's great if you have a fan base established or a reader base established to go to them and and ask what they like and i mean this turned around very quickly it was like you know here's the old style here's the new style and it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. 85 15 we like we like the uh, the new style and so those got turned around very quickly and all of the covers for the different omnibus versions were replaced so let, let's yeah. get into Let's get into the the real purpose of the show, which is the different levels of cover designs that are available to authors out there, depending on where they're at in their in their author journey. And let's just start at the very basic. I'm going to do my own cover level. Um, what are, what are the options available for people to do their own? I know occasionally I'll need to just throw together a cover for a book funnel thing. I mean, if the cover's not done yet, you have to have a cover in BookFunnel, yeah. so I'll just go to Canva, and I'll just grab an image and, and put some text on it and say that, you know, the super cool cover's coming later, but it's a cover. So yeah. uh, there are people that are, that are producing some pretty nice-looking covers using Canva. What other options are available for, for DIYers? Um, good question. Um, I... I, I, I probably wouldn't be able to give it, give you all the options i mean there's so many out there um but i mean if you if you're doing it yourself i mean you know you could do everything from just kind of taking a taking a photo and and using something that you have taken a photo of um through to you know buying a uh, your own stock image which you can do very very cheaply and you can just you know go to shutterstock or um one of the numerous other stock image sites and get a uh, download an image usually for a few dollars or a few pounds mm-hmm. um, and you know open that in Photoshop put your text on and you know there you go you've got it you've got a cover and you can do it you know either completely for free and it's just your time putting it together or just for you know for, for a few dollars and you know you you've got yourself a basic cover and some some of those can can look really really cool and it just depends on your story and you know does it fit the theme of your book and all that kind of stuff um and also probably your skill as um a cover designer you know mm-hmm. i mean you know, how good you are in photoshop at you know sorting out that text and 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 putting that together. It, it's so. it's surprising to me the number of covers that I see where the image is pretty good 
And then they just take – the authors will just take some text and slap it up without really giving yeah. a lot of thought to the right font and placement and things like that. And I think that's, that's a lot of where I'm, a, an artistic eye comes in. Yeah. I, I mean the, the, the font and the text and the placement of it is just as important as the actual image behind the font as well. And you know, it's, it's all about that. You know, When you look at that image – you know, when you, you're browsing through Amazon and you've got these little thumbnails, you know, flying past you, you know, you need to be able to um, read that text. You know, you need to it needs to fit the book, but you need to be able to also read it. So it needs to be a legible text. It needs to stand out from the background. And there's lots of ways um, of doing that. But I mean, it's just a, an, you just got to take time over it a little bit just think about it just mm-hmm. just take a step back maybe you know create the cover and then just close it and come back to it you know in the afternoon and have another look at it or you know show it to a friend you know someone whose opinion you trust um or even post it to the 20 books group or something like that and just get some feedback um you know th- there's so many options out there in terms of getting feedback um and just you know, because often, I mean, we, we do it as artists, you know, you get close to a cover, you create mm-hmm. that cover and you, you you put everything together and you're looking at it and you just, you get to the point where you're not seeing the flaws, you're not seeing the errors in the work anymore. Um, and that's where it's kind of right, okay, I've taken it as far as I can. You send it to your client and you go, what do you think? And they often come back with, well, I like this, I don't like that. And then you, you go back in and you tweak it. Um, now, it's and, interesting. You're, you're an author as well. Yes, I and, am. And yes. Uh, you've got some books that are doing pretty well right now. Do you want to give yourself a shout out for any of <laughs> like your most recent book? Yeah, sure. So I have uh, a few books out. I have two series. My first series was an urban fantasy series. I've got two, four books out in that series. And that's done okay. Um, and then I recently won, I shifted and I, I wrote a cyberpunk book, which is the first in series book mm-hmm. two is coming out in the next few weeks. And that's done really, really well. Um, taking me completely by surprise how, <laughs> how well that's done. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be pursuing that avenue for, for a little while. Um, but yeah, so the, the book, the, the cyberpunk book is called, uh, the new Prometheus and um you can find that on amazon and um the first book in my urban fantasy uh series is called epic calling and um you can find that and um its sequels on amazon as well and if you're watching this on video and i'm able to do it i will be popping the covers in so you can actually see what he what he's talking about as we go through the different covers and you can see that the covers that he's he's done for himself yeah but so as, I mean, as, I went. I, I went the cheap route, and I did my own covers. <laughs> that's a little different. I, I have a I have a leg up there because I do covers. <laughs> now, I mean, you mentioned as a cover designer getting too close to the work and not seeing the errors, yeah. and that's the reason I brought out that you're an author because we all do that. I mean, we all, yes. we write our books, and it, you read it for the nineteenth time. And it is absolutely perfect, and someone else reads it, and they see a typo in the third word of the second paragraph on the first page. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's interesting that you say that about covers as well, because I would think that would be completely different. But uh, I'm, I'm sure that what you're saying no, is it's right. Not. Yeah, All right, it's, so it's, it's absolutely the same. We go from DIY to probably the next 
least expensive way of, of finding cover design. There are a lot of people that use Fiverr. And yes. I've seen some Fiverr covers. Some are okay. Some are just make you want to slap your head and, and say, wow, why did they do that? And some are, you know, some are not bad. So, yeah. and, and in general, they tend to be reasonably inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, what, what are your thoughts for somebody who's new, um, has no idea whether they're going to sell three copies of their book to, because they've got three siblings or, you know, $10,000 worth? Okay. Um, I mean, five is definitely an option. I mean, if, if you're not, feeling confident about doing your own covers and you just want to outsource it but you just don't have the funds um to do, you know to pay a, an artist um to do it properly um then the other the next option would be something like fiverr and um there are some really great artists um on fiverr it probably takes a little bit of hunting to find the right one mm -hmm. um i've not used fiverr for covers myself i've used it for other things um but um um i've seen a range of covers come from fiverr i've seen as you as you said right at the start there i've seen every you know the whole range um and just just be I suppose one thing to point out was because I, I saw a cover re recently um, done by Fiverr and someone off, off Fiverr, should I say. Um, and I just looked at it and I thought that looks like several images kind of layered together and some of them look like actual artworks. Um, and I, I mentioned, and a few other people mentioned the same thing, just check where those images have come from and the rights to those images just make sure that the images that that artist has used is stock images um and that you don't get slapped with a, a lawsuit mm -hmm. for infringing copyright because someone's used someone else's artwork so just just be careful on something like fiverr that you know you are getting an original um but i mean yeah i have seen some really great um, covers come from Fiverr and you know that it's absolutely a way to go especially early on in your career um, when you can't be spending you know a few hundred pounds on, on a custom cover um, then yeah absolutely Fiverr's an option to check out and probably again best thing to do there's a whole community of artists and um, authors out there who will happily advise you on this. Mm -hmm. Go on, to, go on to these forums, Facebook forums, Twenty Books, etc., um, and ask, you know, and just say who who rec is there a good recommendation for you know uh, an artist on Fiverr to do my cover, and I'm sure you'll get a boatload yeah, of recommendations. 20. I uh, yeah. at 20 minutes before we started this interview, I went into the Twenty Books group and asked uh, a simple question. What's the most you've ever paid for a, for a cover, and was it worth it? And okay. you know, there's only 20 minutes to get answers, so there were maybe – I don't know. There might have been 20 that I got, but it yeah. ranged um, from some of the authors that I know that are doing really well, making a lot of money. They, they were paying over $500 for a cover, yeah. and it, it went all the way down to free the, to the DIY people, and uh, there was a, a, a wonderful lady who shared some of the covers that she had done for them, done for herself, and they looked great. And there was another gentleman who posted one that I think he'd paid twenty five dollars for from Fiverr. Wasn't yep. bad. Um, there were people that said uh, one hundred and fifty dollars, um, four hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, there was a range from yes. from free yeah. to over five hundred dollars. The interesting thing was everybody that answered the was it worth it question was yes. 
So no matter how yeah. much they paid for the cover, the answer was yes. Yeah, which, I mean, that probably is relative also to where they are in their author career. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, someone that's, you know, you know, got a whole ton of books out there is doing really well. They can spend more and, you know, they're going to see the sales, you know, from that that reflects the amount of money that they've invested in the book. Um, so there's probably an element of that involved as well. But um, as, lo as long as you're happy with the cover at the end of the day, I mean, that that's the main thing. This is, you know, your work of fiction, your idea and you know that cover is going to sell your book so you you need to make sure that you're kind of happy um you know with that cover absolutely but, but you know with that being said don't let not having the perfect cover keep you from publishing your book because oh, you can change it very easily yes. yes absolutely i completely agree and again i could always go back to um you know michael andelay who you know he just threw together his, his own covers and people loved them. And, you know, even, even though it was just some stock images, quite, you know, low resolution stock images mm -hmm. and it didn't hold back his books at all. I mean, we all know how well he's doing. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, by far the most important thing is get your books out there. So if you have to put it out there with a kind of placeholder cover, don't worry too much. I mean, you know, obviously we all want, you know, the, the high quality professional covers, but sometimes you just need to get your book out there. You as an author will know what you need to do. Mm -hmm. If you are happy to wait and you want to, you know, save up and get that professional cover, by all means do it. If you just can't wait, you need that book out there, then, you know, do, do a Fiverr cover or something like that. And then, you know, get some proceeds over the next few months from your books and then, you know, invest in a better cover. You know, okay. that, that's the beauty of indie authors is that we can pivot, we can change, we can get new covers whenever we want them. Now, we are slowly working our way up to like super high-end custom covers, but the next thing on the scale on the way up is probably the pre-made cover where people like you yeah. and there are other cover designers who probably in their spare time just put together covers for different genres put them on a website, and you can buy them. And, and those covers, depending on who you're buying them from, can be um, – what's the right word? Um, custom just to you, specific just to you, single-use type pre-made covers, and others are – anybody can buy it. You know, It might be $100, but you might see seven other versions of it on, on Amazon in a week. So how is that as, as an option for someone? Yeah, absolutely. I mean the – I mean, this is the thing that they're, they're, they're all good options. I don't think there's any which are, is a really bad option because it depends on you as an author and, and um, you know, what you're able to afford and, you know, what you're happy with. But I mean, pre-mades are a great option. They're, they're, they're a great way of doing things because, um, you know, as artists, we we just love what we do. And so, you know, in between kind of doing these client works, we will often have an idea for an artwork or something like that. And, you know, we get some spare time. And so, so we, 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 we just do it. Um, and, you know, we'll often, you know, have these artworks for sale and, you know, as pre-made covers and, um, you know, you, it's a great way of getting a very professional cover, um, for a fraction of the price, mm -hmm. Um, that you would probably pay if you wanted something custom done. The the slight drawback with that is that obviously you kind of need your the cover and your 
text to fit. So it is it is a case of kind of hunting through the various websites and finding one that kind of fits, you know, your your work. Or the other way of doing things, and I, I know a lot of authors who do this, you know, um, they'll, they'll see a cover which they love, and it's like, right, I love that cover, I'm going to buy that book, and then I'm going to craft a story to fit. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I know a few that have done that with kind of like uh, Tom Edwards' spaceship covers because they're mm-hmm. quite generic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll see the cover, they'll love it, and they'll, they'll just keep it on the back burner as something where, you know, they've done written the story, and it's like, yes, that cover finally fits with this work, and then they'll, they'll, they'll publish it. Um, so, it, there's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's no right or wrong way, but, you know, just just look around and, and see what options work best. Um, Another benefit that I would assume is available for the pre-made covers is that they're available immediately. Um, either yes. either the, the cover designer could put the text on there for you or you could do it yourself if you're comfortable doing that. But it – I mean, what's for a custom cover? Because we're getting to custom covers. Yeah. Um, what's the What's the time frame for a custom cover? Oh. And and how how much input do you need from the author to 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 even know which direction to go? Okay. Um. Right. So yeah, the benefit of the pre-mades is that they're quick. Mm-hmm. Um. They're there. You you buy them and they're instantly available and you've got it on your cover. Um. Custom covers. Um. They take longer. Um, because the artwork has to be created usually from scratch. Um, and so that naturally will take longer. Um, so, I mean, the benefit of custom covers is that it's specific to your book and it will fit. Um, the drawback, there was supposed the one drawback is that they can take time to do. So having done this for, for a while now, working with various authors, um, if you want to go down the custom cover route um one of the biggest things to be aware of is that these things can take time to do mm-hmm. um so it's worth planning well ahead um and i mean eventually i'm sure we'll be talking about the custom photo shoot mm-hmm. covers in a minute um but these things can take sometimes they can take months to to finally put together until you've got um you know a final cover they're not quick um so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, just just be aware of that. Talk if you found a cover designer that you're want you wanting to do a custom cover with, talk to them about timescale. Um, find out roughly how long it's going to take, what the lead time needs to be, um, because I suppose uh, you know one of the things about us as authors, and I do it myself with my own books, I'm just as guilty for this as anyone else, is that you, you're writing the story and you're just engrossed in the story and you're writing it and you're writing it, you get to the end of it and you're getting quite close to, pu- to publishing it and you suddenly realize I haven't got a cover. <laughs> and so you're then scrabbling around to try, try and you know, get a cover you know, in the time scale that you want it. Um, and you know, everyone does this. I've, I've had this multiple times. Um, and I do it myself. I, I'll write the book. I get to the end of the book, and I've just not had time to create that cover. In fact, I've got it for book two in the new mm-hmm. Prometheus series now. I've, <laughs> the book. I've I'm nearly I've, I've I've nearly got the book. Probably tomorrow I'll be able to send it to the editor. I still don't have a cover. Uh, so that's my next thing. I need I need to put together a cover for it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So it, when we get into the realm of the custom cover, 
Um, there's a range there. There's yes, the, there the photo yes, manipulation yes. covers where maybe the uh, the artist goes out and finds some stock images and works works some magic on them and creates a custom cover for you. And then there are the graphic. I'm, I don't know what the right term is, but uh, you're creating actual artwork. Um, for, illustration. For yeah. Illustration. Yes. Illustration yeah. covers. And then there are the covers where you're going out and hiring models and, and doing all of that. So let's quickly yeah. – okay. I think people probably understand what the photo manipulation um, thing is. But talk about that just for a, a minute okay. or so if you could. Okay. So, yeah. So you've got your three options um, there. So um, the first one and the probably the – Probably the cheapest of the three is doing the stock um, the stock photo covers, which is you know you're going on stock photo sites, you, you're finding the relevant uh, images um, based on descriptions from the author. So you know their main character is you know tall, brunette, and whatever, and then you're hunting through for the right models um, and then putting them together. And so that that's probably the cheapest because, you know, it's all sat behind a computer stuff. So mm-hmm. it's just, just hunting through stuff, you know, online, finding the right um, images and then um, putting that together in Photoshop. So um, always be aware of rights um, in this kind of thing because you need to make sure that you have the right to use the images that's probably the most important thing you know only ever use um stock images that you have the rights for um so for instance on shutter stock um you can go on there and check check the rights and how you can use it um some images on there will be noted as editorial use only and so obviously you can't use those you can download them but you can't use them on a a commercial cover Mm -hmm. um so just be aware of your rights um so, uh, I mean, I, I've, I have done it in the past where, you know, an author has said, well, I live local to the area in terms of kind of putting a background together for the character. You know, I can just go out and take some photos for you. And it's like, OK, great. You know, and they can go out and, you know, providing they've got a half decent camera, they can take some background pictures, send them to to you. And then, you you know, you haven't got any rights issues with those mm-hmm. because they took them. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's definitely a really good option you get an, a great custom cover um it can be slightly limiting in terms of kind of costume and props and things like that but there's lots of kind of photoshop wizardry which can kind of get these characters looking close or if not perfectly like you know the character that you have in your head and i i have seen the way authors interact with you and uh, they'll see a cover and it's like, yeah, I, I really like that, but could you move this and could you make this a little darker and could you make that a little larker, a lighter and could you put some smoke here? And I'm in my own mind, I'm thinking, no, no one can do that. And then, you know, the next day, there it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, these things are created in Photoshop and um, without getting too technical, I mean, that they, you know, I'll have a, a, a Photoshop file which has umpteen layers in it, you know, and you've got sky and, you know, so maybe several layers of background and mist and lighting effects and then the characters and then more mist and lighting effects or whatever. And, yeah, you can move things around and add things in and, you know, lighten and darken things. And, um, yeah, you know, it's... 
uh, yeah, I, I, I can probably do most things that an author would need me to do in terms of creating their art for them. All right. Now, now let's talk about uh, an illustrated cover. And, and okay. what's involved in creating an illustrated cover? And we've probably all seen, you know, I, I think specifically of science fictions, and you were mentioning spaceship covers, things like that. But that you see these yep. covers that are just pure illustration. It's not a photo. It's just somebody has put an incredible amount of time into creating this illustration for a fantastic cover. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, I mean, you, there are some fantastic artists out there. Um, it's a great way of getting a cover. The, the illustration covers tend to lend themselves to certain genres above others. Um, you'll often see them in kind of epic fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is a, a popular one for kind of, um, you know, that, the illustration look. Um, as you say, the, the kind of the spaceship ones are, are kind of all illustrative. Um, so, the, you know, it tends to be the more sci-fi fantasy end of things um where you've got fantastical elements and dragons and weird and wonderful things like that flying around uh, and they're they're a great great way of of getting a custom cover um they can be time consuming for an artist to create um they but they allow for a lot of you know customization you can get characters looking exactly how you want them to look on the cover um and there are some really amazing artists out there who will do your cover at a whole range of pricing. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't necessarily have to be the most expensive, you know, ways of doing covers. I mean, there's plenty of artists out there who can do them, you know, just for maybe, I don't know, $100 or so. I mean, if they're just starting out on DeviantArt or something like that, um, then, you know, they're probably going to be, you know, they'll just be happy to have their, you know, image on a cover. Um, and then there's those of us that have been doing it a while, mm-hmm. and we tend to charge a bit more. So, all right. So, <laughs> when when you're dealing, if I'm an author dealing with a cover designer like you, um, okay. there are rights issues that I, as an author, need to understand. So, what what's that conversation like between the author and the and the artist? Um, again, right. So that. I mean, <laughs> The rights issue, it depends greatly on the artist that you're talking to. Every artist will have their ways of dealing with um, the rights. So this relates to how, as, as an author, this relates to how you can use um, uh, that artwork. So it could be that, um, you know, once the, the artist is finished, they effectively sign copyright over to you. Mm-hmm. And so you then own that artwork um the artist will usually retain the right to kind of show it in their portfolio but otherwise they can't do anything with it they can't sell it again they can't license it they can't do anything with it it is yours um and in that respect you can then do anything you like with that cover um the next option would be for the artist to license you the artwork so the the artist retains the copyright but they grant you certain rights um, and to you know, tell you what you can and can't do with the cover, where you can use it, and for how long you can use it. Um, again, it's it's just probably a lot of negotiation. Mo- I, th- I would say most artists will either give you the copyright and just re- you know retain uh, you know display rights, um, or they will give you a pretty good license and you can basically use it in your books and in your advertising and all that kind of thing. 
Um, so just be careful because, I mean, you know, I, I suppose I've not come across them personally, but I mean, there probably will be artists out there who'll be quite restrictive and they'll say, you know, you can use that artwork for a year and you can only use it on your book cover. You can't use it in your advertising and all that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a case of talking to them, talk to the artists, find out what, you know, what rights they're happy to give you um, and be a, be open to a discussion with them and you know try to come to an agreement you know that you're happy with but do it before they they do the work um yeah i mean i think the important thing here is to just don't make an assumption uh, about the rights ask uh is is there typically is is there a written agreement for for something at the custom level yeah usually um it it can take the form of just kind of a written email um between you so you've got proof in that regard mm-hmm. through through to a kind of properly formatted contract um outlining you know the the who gets what rights um and then you have to sign it and you know you've, you've got that um so it's just it's just worth have that conversation really early on what rights can i have where can i use the book um where can i use the cover should i say and um you know just be aware of that up front before you get into, right, I want my cover to look like this. Okay. <laughs> now, I, now I want to get into, and this is the final part of the interview, um, I saw a video that you had done after you had done a photo shoot for Craig Martell, who's been a guest on this show, uh, for, for one of his series. That it's, it's going to be a fairly long series. I think there were three or four books already published at the time. And he decided, I, I, want, I want to change the covers. And so there was this process that, that you and he and, and his co-author, Michael Anderley, went through to select models. And then there was a photo shoot. And then there was the cover creation. And, I mean, the covers are just incredible. And I'll post some here. But you did this video of one of the uh, essentially of a model turning into his character uh, through makeup, and it was a time lapse yes. video. And I've, I've probably watched it a half dozen times. It just fascinates the heck out of me. And then to go and see the covers and to see everything that's involved in this, I will post the video in the show notes. But kind of walk us through that process, which seems to me like a super high-end process where you're going out, finding models, uh, having a photo shoot, and then creating covers. Probably not the kind of thing you want to do for one book, but maybe if, if you have a long series, yeah. uh, there's, there's a lot that you could get out of something like this. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I love doing, you know, kind of photo shoot um covers um it's probably my favorite way of of creating these covers because you can create something unique um so yeah when so this is my uh craig martell's um nomad um series and when we first started it you know they wanted to do a, uh, a photo shoot but they weren't sure how well it would do so we decided to go down the stock image route and we did three or four covers which were stock images um but by that point we were running out of photos of the models that we had chosen from Shutterstock to to portray the characters, and it was just getting to the point where okay, we really <laughs> need to do do a shoot here. If, you, uh-huh. if this is going to carry on, we're going to run out of pictures, and you know <laughs> it's just not going to work. Um, so we decided to do the the custom photo shoot. So this tends to be quite. It can be quite a long process. It depends a lot on what you're doing. I've done custom photo shoots for a number of different authors now um now the one for craig 
was probably slightly more complicated because we had two characters on the cover, mm-hmm. um, which means cr- finding two models. Each has to fit um, the the character. We have to find props. We have to find costumes. Uh, we have to book the shoot, uh, do the shoot, and then create the covers. So this can be a really long process, and it's not something you know you want to kind of rush through. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was kind of. I start off by asking the author, "What do your characters look like? You know, tell me about your characters." Uh, give me a physical description um, of who they are. And so they, they, they did this and gave me um, the description. And then it's a case of hunting through um, the model modeling websites. And there's, there's various ones. I mean, here in the UK, we have um, uh, a site called Purple Port, which is a place where models and photographers can upload their profiles and show pictures of, of their work and you can contact the models directly. Um, or you can go through uh, modeling agencies, which, you know, that they're all around the world um, and you can um, hunt through their books and try and find the models that you want. So there was a lot of back and forth. I think the two models that who we ended up with um, were not the, probably the initial two that we, we first picked out. I think we went through kind of two or three choices uh, before we landed on the final two because, you, you know, you, you, you find, you, you'll go online, you find a picture of the model. Oh, that's great. He looks perfect. He, you know, that is Terry. And then, you know, you, you can't try to contact that model and they just don't get back to you. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, right. So I need to look again. So you look again, you find someone else, you get in touch and, you know, they get him back in back in touch with you and go, you know, yeah, okay, I'm interested. And then all of a sudden, either they'll just disappear on you, or decide they don't want to do the shoot, or they're not happy with something, um, or they can't do it in the time frame that you need it to do it. And it, it's kind of a, it, it's probably the most painstaking part of the process because there's so much back and forth and back and forth talking to models until you eventually find the two, you know that fit the characters and are happy to do it you know in the time frame that you want to do it um once you've got the two character to the two models i then needed to book uh sorry i needed to order the the props and the costumes so um craig has obviously you know they're his characters so he has an idea of what they look like um and terry needed this kind of uh u.s marine um kind of uh fatigues mm-hmm. now they're not easy to get. I ended up hunting around on eBay and sending Craig pictures. Is this a, a, a marine outfit? Is this a marine outfit? Eventually, we found one. I ordered it. It had to come. You know, it came over from the states because I'm in the UK. Um, and then, um, you know, it eventually arrived. As did various other props, um, including the BB guns that we used because um, we're in the UK. We don't have real guns over here that we we can use on these shoots um so it was a case of ordering bb guns which kind of um you know looked the part um then booking the studio booking the models on on that particular date booking the makeup artist who you see in that in the video Mm -hmm. um and you know getting that all synced up on the on the one day and then we do the shoot and i love doing the shoots they're they're always great fun um and yes so i i decided to show a little bit behind the scenes peek behind the scenes Mm -hmm. uh of what goes into it so i set up my camera in front of 
the model um, just before she started having her makeup done so you could see uh, what goes into that. And so the makeup artist, Tanya, um, did an amazing job. And, you know, we because the character has a white streak of hair. Mm-hmm. So we got we got um, some hair inserts and kind of, you know, hair extensions and put those in um and did the shoot um once we'd done that i mean it i could i was able to turn the covers around pretty quick because i can probably put together a composite cover in a few hours really um now you not... you, you said we did the shoot you're kind of just glossing over that how okay. many how many Sorry. pictures did you take in the shoot <laughs> i mean this is not like let's say i need 12 covers so i'm gonna take 12 pictures okay so um i i when, when I'm doing these shoots, generally speaking, therefore, a series of books. So it's more than one cover. And mm-hmm. um, I would only really recommend doing a photo shoot if either you're stupid rich and you can just spend the money or you, um, you're doing this for a series of books. You, you know, this is a long term investment and then it makes financial sense um, because, you know, you're going to get lots of covers out of one shoot. Um, so um yeah i i I, you know i talked to craig and michael about the characters i was asking give me the characters personalities so i could then present the models with a sheet and you know read the character description so they know how to act um i then had to um you know most models in the uk have not held a gun or fired a gun so i Mm -hmm. had to coach them uh, through that and trigger discipline, not you know all that kind of thing, um, and then it was probably about uh, probably about four hours worth of shooting time went into that, um, not counting the makeup and whatnot beforehand, um, of going through you know pose after pose, just just coming up with lots of ideas and putting them in different combinations changing their outfits holding different props and weapons and things like that and you know it take, takes a while to do but it is a lot of fun and i probably ended up with it was over a thousand photos um, okay so you you've got material <laughs> forever and and so oh, yeah, if, if yeah, there are yeah. things that come up like an omnibus cover that was sort of yes. not planned for then it's like okay well let me just go find a couple of different images of the two people and then I'll put them in the right place and it'll all work out and it'll be fantastic, which, which you did. And that omnibus is, I mean, the cover's done. I, I think the book is, the omnibus is available I for sale it, now. I think it's out. Yeah. I yeah. Think so I'll, I'll, pop, out, I'll pop that cover in, in there as well. But it was a kind of thing where it's like, Oh, um, I, I remember Craig saying, Oh, we need a, an omnibus cover. What do we do? And, and I saw these photo sheets just popping up on the screen and i thought <laughs> how many pictures did you take and so that yeah, explains yeah. it over a thousand yeah yeah i mean when i'm you know shooting and you know i'm I'm putting like four hours worth of time you know into it then i, I mean i always make sure to shoot the heck out of these um the, these shoots because i i need choice i need as much choice as i can get uh, and and it gives value for money for the for the author as well mm-hmm. um and you know, it means that I now have a a bank of photos from that shoot, which, you know, will easily last the full. I know there's about 10 planned in the series, so it should last the full 10 plus the omnibus plus any Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. advertising kind of imagery, you know, marketing imagery, anything like that. There's probably more than enough imagery that I've taken that 
you know, we can use for that. So, you know, yeah, I mean, that's just one shoot, one yeah. shoot, four hours worth of, of shooting time. And, and, and without, these- without getting into specific amounts, because I don't want to share other people's business, but um, it was not cheap. To do the photo shoot, yeah. there, there is a significant upfront cost, but if you stretch that over 10 to 12 books, all of a sudden your, your cost of the average cover is in line with what you want to pay for a cover. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, this is the thing. I mean, when, cause I, I often have authors come to me and say, look, I, I really like the idea of doing a custom photo shoot, but mm-hmm. the, the upfront cost scares me. How much is this going to be? And it's like, okay, well, um, yeah, the upfront cost is probably going to be, you know, significant, um, you know, without, I mean, I, I'll talk in generic terms, you know, cause it, it does vary, um, depending on lots of different things, you know, for instance, you know, if I, I know models that will work very cheaply through to working with models from an agency where you're paying, you know, in the UK, you can be paying you know, 500, uh, sorry, anything from 300 pounds upwards, you know, just for a model. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not, you know, and that's not counting studio costs, prop and costume costs, my fees for the day, um, and then the editing and, and whatnot as well. So, you know, it can be a significant investment, but you have to, if you're doing this for a series, you have to think, well, I'm spreading that out over three, five, ten books however many it is and okay you're paying a lot right at the start but once you've got those images actually putting together the the cover afterwards so like five months down the line when i'm doing cover six you know it's it's a few hours work you know for me to put that cover together it it's not terribly expensive mm-hmm. um so yes it, it, it's a big upfront costs cost but it's it's more of an investment. You have to look at it as an investment in your business and in you know in your books, and that that is the the way to do it. And when I, you know, because I, I I try to make it as doable as possible for most authors. So I mean, I I will usually say, look, you can pay for this in a couple of installments, or you know, you can pay this up front because that's cost, and then everything else, you know, mm-hmm. we can pay that later, and just you know i'm happy to do that and discuss that with people and and try and make it so that it it fits in someone's budget because we've all got bills to pay at the end of the day so yes andrew this has been absolutely fantastic um again i'll have images for the covers you've done you'll see them in the video if you watch it on video i'll have images in the show notes and i i will have that video that that we've talked about that's so much fun to watch of, of getting the model ready for the photo shoot so you'll be able to see that and then see some of the covers it's uh, it's very cool where can people find you online andrew um, the, probably the the best place is through my uh, well it depends what you want if you're looking for my covers go to creativeedgestudios.co.uk uh, if you're looking for my books then you need to go to andrewdobellauthor.co.uk alright and I will link to both of those and if people just want to uh, chat with you you are in 20 books uh, as- I am a- Yep, I'm in 20 books, and you can just find me on Facebook as well, and I'm more than happy to talk to you about covers. All right, thank you so much for being here. This has been terrific. Thanks. Thank you.